Amen. I'm so glad to be here today. I'm glad to know the Lord is blessing me. That's good knowledge for you to have and to understand that the Lord is blessing you. How many know that for real? All right, good, good. All right, let's uh, take into consideration today for this morning, Isaiah chapter number 40, uh, verses 21 through 23. And you can just uh, put a finger there. And also our New Testament reading will be Acts chapter number 5. Uh, verses 38 through 42. Amen. Today I want to minister uh, to you all from this topic, the unlimited, unrestricted, unstoppable God. I'm going to say that again. Get it in your spirit. I'll repeat it. The unlimited, unrestricted, unstoppable God. Amen. Isaiah 40. And verses number 21, amen. I believe it's maybe on the screen for us. Amen. Uh, 20, yes, 21. Amen. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. that stretches out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. That bringeth the princes to nothing, he maketh the judges of the earth as vanity. Amen. Let's go over to Acts chapter number 5. This morning, I believe I said verse 38. Yes, thank you. Doing a good job. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men and let them alone. For if this counsel or work, uh, this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it. Let's happily be found even to fight against God. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Last verse, and daily in the temple, come on, read this with, with me, and daily in the temple and in every house, they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, this morning for this gathering here today at 6240 Georgetown Road. God, we are so grateful, Lord, to know that you're with us in this place, God. More importantly, we know, Lord God, that you're just not restricted to this place, God, that you dwell with all men, Lord, who would gather together, Lord God, and uplift the name of Jesus. I'm praying, God, your blessings on this house, though, today, that you will remember us, that the word would go forth, Lord, and that it would penetrate through the darkness, and that it would help somebody today. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and we love you for it. Amen. Amen. You can have a seat at this time. Amen. Amen. The unlimited, unrestricted, unstoppable God. Glad to be in God's house one more time on this snowy day. <laughs> Got one amen. Amen. None of y'all like the snow? Y'all let that stop you? It ain't going to stop God. <laughs> that little bit of snow on the ground. Amen. If it was, if it was uh, 12 inches deep, it wouldn't stop God. Amen. He's unstoppable. How many know that? But how many for real you like the snow? Amen. I got a few people out there. Amen. The beauty of the snow. You might not like driving it and things, but of course we can all, I believe, appreciate you. You all can feel everything. Amen. Not really. I'll hold it. Amen. 
All right, well, we appreciate the snow. I had my boys out yesterday morning. As soon as we opened up the windows yesterday, they were so excited. Couldn't wait to get outside to play in the snow. Um, and so, of course, you know, I'm trying to be a good dad, and I took them on out there to be able to enjoy it, bundled them up, and got them all ready. And we went outside and had a good time playing in the snow. It's something like, you know, kids bring out a different side to you. Hey, man, you know, stuff, you would just be sitting out inside, maybe drinking a cup of coffee. Next thing you know, you on the ground making snow angels, throwing a little snow mixed with leaves and everything else, <laughs> putting them on the slide. You know, toddlers are, are something else. Now we're in, gone from baby stage to the toddler uh, period of life. And toddlers are very, very inquisitive all over the house. Um, you know, figuring things out, exploring the world, trying to make sense of things around them in the home. Uh, they learn how to turn on light switches, learn how to operate the faucets and things. They learn how to flush the toilets. And you got to be real careful because, you know, you got to baby proof the house because they're in and out of everything trying to figure things out. Amen. And we, uh, we have to have a little patience with the little people. Amen. Because it just stuff is brand new to them. They get excited over just the smallest little things here recently. Ours have learned how to turn the little knob on the doors, and they don't always understand how them locking the door can add some frustration to a morning routine, all right? But, you know, how silly it would be for us as full-grown people, saints of God, mature saints of God, to think for some reason that we could lock God out of one of the spaces of our life. Wouldn't that be silly for us to feel as if we could just stand outside the door? You know, I'm here, here recently, I'm like, boy, you better open up this door. Sam got in one of them doors, locked the door, and I'm, I, I'm knocking on one of the doors in my house. No, we, you better get a clue real quick. No, but how silly it would be for us to think that we can somehow lock God out of one of the spaces of our lives. God is unstoppable. He's unlimited, and he is unrestricted. He has unrestricted access. Amen, somebody. All right, but our, our toddler at home, both of these boys, they love um, to get us in, inside these little small little spaces that were designed for uh, children. I don't know if Sister uh, Kalita Abram, she remembers this. She bought them a little tent, and I had put it up until a more of appropriate time when they got a little older. And, uh, you know, I set the tent up for them, and they love to climb inside this little tent. And then we got a little closet that's upstairs in one of the guest, be a guest bedroom that we have. And uh, they like to get inside this closet. And so I thought to myself, well, you know, I go ahead and throw some toys in there and you got 15 minutes to yourself. Now, don't call CPS. You hush your mouth. Mind your business. <laughs> but, you know, hey, they like it. You, may, you learn how to do little tricks and you learn how to get a little time to yourself. Y'all want to go in that closet? But every now and then, they like for daddy to climb on down in the little tent along with them. Mm, and they like for daddy to get in the claws along with them. Come on, daddy, sit down. And so there I am in this little cramped, confined space. Reading a book, turning on, they bring a little flashlight in or whatnot, play with little toys inside the closet. But it won't be long before, you know, I get kind of cramped in there. Big as I am, cramped in this little bitty tent, boxed in here, all stuck in this tent, start getting hot on the inside. And I don't mind just for a minute playing the game and going along with them. But after a while, uh, daddy ready to break out. Daddy ready to stand up, amen, and stretch out his legs, amen. I'm ready to break out of this little confined area that was designed for children. And my point is this. I just wonder if God is ready to break out in somebody's situation in this place today. I just wonder if God perhaps is ready to break out of somebody's small thinking in this place today. I wonder if God is ready to break out of somebody's weak faith in the house today. 
I wonder if God is ready to stand up in somebody's situation. How many know you serve a great, big, awesome God? Come on and give God praise if you really believe it on today. My God, I wonder if he's ready to stand up and be strong. My God, on behalf of those that would dare believe him. Consider for a moment the greatness of God and the vastness of his knowledge and his strength. If we go to Isaiah chapter number 40 and 13, who hath directed the spirit of the Lord? Or being his counselor, hath taught him. Who, which one of you all could say that you taught God? Or you took God, you got you gave God some advice. You counseled God. You took him under your arm and pulled him to the side and you told him how to run the show. None of y'all in this room, not me, I don't care from the pulpit to the door, none of us can uh, have more knowledge than what God has. With whom took he counsel in verse 14? And who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket. I don't care where you go in the world, the United States, Canada, Mexico, Australia, Indonesia, India, Mexico, all of the nations that you see. I believe there's about 195 nations in the world today, but all of them are but a drop in the bucket to this great, big, awesome God that we serve. Can we give him some more praise on today? My God, and sure, He's gracious towards us, and he understands the limits that we have as mere mortals. He understands our frailty, the frailty of our frame. He understands all of our humanity and the lack of strength that we can have. And he also condescends to men who are of low estate. Thank God for that today. Amen. That he rejects the proud and he embraces those that are humble. And how many out here know that he will be with you while you're going through a storm? Anybody know that today? God will step in that test along with you. He'll be with you in your trouble. Tell somebody that today, that God will be with you in your trouble. Come on, help this man preach today. He'll be with you in trouble, but I want to let everybody here know, make no mistake about it, he is in no way confined by the trouble that you're in. He might be with you in trouble, but he's not trapped by the trouble that you're in. Amen. He'll be with you in your financial difficulty. That, that, uh, that bill that you got, you don't know how you're going to pay. He'll be with you in the financial difficulty. But God is no way restricted by your lack of finances or by your lack of resources. God will be with you in the sick room. God will be with you when you got sickness in your body. But I just came to remind somebody today that God is not restricted by the lack of resources at a hospital room, my God, or by a bad report that you received from a doctor. God is unlimited in power. He is unrestricted and he is unstoppable. Somebody one more time who believes the Lord, come on and give him some praise today. He'll be with you in all of life's frustrations that would try to impose some limits upon your faith. And he doesn't mind visiting from time to time uh, you in your trouble and your situation. He don't mind climbing down, if you will, that little closet that you made and that little pity party, that little tent that you tried to set up for yourself. And he'll visit you at that moment of sorrow or sadness or disappointment or despair. But God is bigger than the trouble that you're in. God is bigger than the setback that you're experiencing in your business. I'm here to tell somebody how many business owners out there today. Believe God today. He's bigger than the kids acting up at school. He's bigger than the family problems that you might have. He's bigger than
than the sickness or the disease that you have. He's bigger than all of your problems in every situation that you might encounter from day to day in life. Can we bless the name of Jesus today again? My God, and when he's ready to break out, you might as well just go ahead and just move on out of the way. You might, when God's ready to stand up in your situation, when he's ready to get out of that little pity party that you made, you might as well back on up and let God be God. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody lift a hand and just feel after him today. Lord, thank you for being God in our situation. Somebody just love the Lord today. Thank you, Jesus. Can I hear somebody say, thank you, Jesus. He's limitless in power and he's limitless in strength. We can go to Isaiah 40 and 25. To whom will ye liken me, my God, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things, that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names and by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, and not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob? And speakest, O Israel, that your way is hid from the Lord. The question today, why agape do you feel as if the Lord has forgotten you or that he can't see you or that you have somehow gone out of the reach of God? My God, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, come on somebody, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, what does he do? He fainteth not. Somebody say that, he fainteth not. Neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He give power to the faint and to those that have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait on the Lord. Is anybody waiting on the Lord? You're going to renew your strength after a while. You just hang on to God and hold on to his unchanging hand and you will renew your strength. You mount up with wings of eagles. You run and not be weary and you will walk and not faint. Anybody seen God refresh you from time to time? Has anybody ever had God pay you a visit from time to time? Thank God that he makes house calls, that he visits us in our affliction, that he loves us and that he restores the joy of our salvation. He gives us strength and he gives us hope and he loves us and he just lavishly pours it out on us and he knows us by name and you might not feel as if anybody in this room knows who you are and or will notice what you're going through. You might feel forgotten, but God always remembers each of his children. There's no negligence in God anywhere. Somebody bless him one more time. Thank you, Jesus, for being a good, good father. My God, you can't stop him. You can't shut him down. You can't force him out. You can't hand him a, a pink slip. You can't stop him at the door and box it. Some of y'all been through that. You had to, you come into work and you've been doing whatever you was doing and not doing the right thing. And here your box just ready for you. Amen. They got your stuff boxed up and all. Amen. You go on and clock out or don't even clock in. But none of us in this room can do God that way. Amen. You ain't going to never hand God a box. Amen. And say, well, God, we're going to kick you out of the door. He's unstoppable. And how elementary it would be for us to feel as if that we could hold God to a set of our particulars or confine him in to our particulars. God moves this way. He does it this way. I got God figured out. Amen. You can't monopolize God. You can't just fit him in that little box. You know, God will move where he want to move. God will bless who he wants to bless. God will make a way for who he wants to make a way for. I'm reminded in Romans 9 and 15 what he told Moses. I will have mercy on whom I'll have mercy. 
I'll have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Amen. And some of you all, you might in this room, you feel as if that you don't fit the bill for a miracle. Maybe you, fit, you seem like you don't fit the bill for a blessing. Amen. But you're in the right spot on today. Amen. It's people just like you who feel as if they don't have a lot of strength. You might have walked into this place feeling like you don't have a lot of might or power or strength. You might feel as if you're just down and out. But let me remind you again what we just read. He giveth power to the faint. Somebody say power. power. My God, he'll give power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength, my God. And you might feel unworthy or undeserving of the blessings of God. But God knows how to step in that business that you had. God knows how to get that little struggling career off the ground. God knows how to move in your disappointment or in your sorrow or in your setback or in that thing that's got you so afraid. God knows how to bless, amen, and how to make a way. Somebody so excited about God standing up in your situation. Let me hear you holler back at me right now. Thank you, Lord. My God, how I many know little is much when God is in it? You might just have a little bit. Come on, two, two uh, fish, five loaves, amen. Little is much. When God is in it, you might just feel like you don't have a whole lot of talent. Amen. But don't you know the anointing can make all the difference? My God, you might feel like you don't have a lot of resources and all those things. But if little is much, God, if you just put God in the equation, my God, little is much when God is in it. One more time, giving praise today. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm so glad that he's here with us at our church. I am. I'm glad he's with us at Agape. Today, I'm glad that I can feel his presence in the room right now, even as we extend hands up and hearts uplifted. You know, we can feel the presence of the Lord, but God is in no way limited just moving at this church. Don't you know, I'm going to tell you this, God can be moving right now. Somebody, one of our sister churches having good church, and I'm so happy for them. I ain't throwing no shade on nobody else's church. I'm glad that God is moving in other churches. How many people know that somewhere right now in a hospital room, there's a little gathering of people who really need the Lord, and God is even there right now. How many know that he's omniscient? Amen. I'm all-knowing. I'll see. He knows what we are going through. He's everywhere. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's everywhere at once. Huh? omnipresent. That's what I'm looking for. He's everywhere. Somewhere in a little foreign country right now, there's somebody struggling, amen, in fear of their lives. But God is in that little gathering as they sit there right now trying to uplift the name of Jesus. Somebody right now probably sitting in their car somewhere, amen, not knowing what, what tomorrow will hold, worried about tomorrow. But as they begin to pray, how many have had God meet them in the car right now, amen? I've seen that happen before. Been in your car driving to work, worried about what you're going to experience when you get there and suddenly you feel the presence of the Lord by your side. Thank God that he'll be with He's Emmanuel. God with us. How many are glad to know that God is with you? Thank you, Jesus. Give him some praise today. God is with us. I'm so glad that God ain't just restricted to agape apostolic faith assembly. Amen. I'm so glad that he does what he wants to do, and he'll move how he wants to, uh, to move and when he wants to move. Amen. Let's go to Psalms chapter number 135 and 5. Psalm 135 today. For I know the Lord is great, and that our God, our, our Lord, is above all gods. Verse 6. Come on, you read it today. Whatsoever the Lord 
Whatever the Lord wanted to do. Amen. Whatsoever the Lord pleased that he did in heaven and in earth and the seas and in all the deep places. So in other words, God does what he wants to do, how he wants to do it, when he wants to do it. He'll do it for whoever he wants to do it for. You can't tell God what to do. <laughs> I remember, you know, people used to tell, have you had a friend? I remember being a little kid growing up, have a bunch of candy or something. And one of your friends tried to tell you who to give your candy to. Amen. I, I ain't got to give you my candy if I want to give you my candy. Amen. And God, I'm going to tell you this. God will have mercy. Amen. It might make you mad for me to come over here and give Hope a piece of candy. Next thing you're like, well, Lord, well, why you give Hope some candy? God knows how to bless somebody. Amen. He'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. God knows how to bless, how to, and he does it for whoever he wants to do it for. When he wants, he can't be bossed around. He can't be forced. Amen. He can't be locked in or locked out. Amen. You can't block a blessing from somebody else. What God has for me, it is for me. Amen. You might as well move out of the way. If God wants to bless me, he's going to bless me. Somebody give me praise again today. Hallelujah. Amen. God does what he wants to do. Amen. 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 So God knows how to uh, move in unfavorable conditions. He can, don't you know, God knows how to break you in some places too. He can break you out of some places. He can break you in some places. Some of us in this room, you don't have the credentials to be where you are. Amen. You don't have the degree. Amen. You're not qualified to be there, but God broke you into that place. God got you that position. And how many know that God can break you out of some places? You never dreamed that you would be there, but there's times, sometimes that we never dreamed that we would be in some of the predicaments that we're in. God can break you in or he can break you out. If you're in a season of trouble, God can break you out of that thing. I'm reminded of Acts chapter number five. Let's go ahead and go over there today. Acts five. Signs and wonders were happening among the people, and the multitudes of believers were added there. In verse 15, Acts 5 and 15, insomuch that they brought forth the sick. Acts 5 and 15, let's get there today. Insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by night, it might overshadow them. So tough miracles were happening amongst all these people. And the high priest began to get jealous. Amen. The Sadducees, they got jealous because the Lord was working and moving amongst the apostles that were there. Amen. But they locked them into this common prison. They got so mad at them that they decided just to throw them on in the public jail. Amen. Didn't even give them a special place. Threw them in the common prison, in the public jail. But you can't lock God down. You can't stop God. You can't restrict God. God will break you out. Amen. God will break you out when he want to break you out. And an angel of the Lord, the scripture tells us, it came by night and it visited them while they were in prison. Amen. And he opened up the prison doors and he told them to go and preach the words of this life. And they began to get nervous the very next day. They started to hear this commotion. What's going on? And they came and had a report. Amen. The, the, uh, the, the men, the preachers that were preaching, the apostles that were preaching in the word, uh, preaching in the temple. We threw them in jail, but when we got there, we saw that the guard was there. We saw that the door was locked, but when we opened up the door, they were gone. God had broke them out. Hey man, if you know that God can break you out today, give him one more praise today. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Jail securely locked with the guards standing outside, but when he opened the gates, no one was there, and they tried to keep all the commotion down. Oh, Lord, what are they going to do when they find out? Oh, and all of a sudden, they get word again that these same brothers are preaching in the temple. Amen. And we go to verse number 34. Amen. Then there stood up one by the name of Gamaliel, I believe you pronounce his name, Gamaliel, forgive me if I'm wrong, and he gave him some advice, and I'm here today, I'm going to give somebody some advice today, and they said unto them, ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves, look at what he says to these brothers, take heed to yourselves what ye intend to do as touching these men, and now I say unto you, refrain from these men and leave them alone. You better let them alone. Amen. Touch not my anointed. Do my prophet no harm. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if be of God, you cannot what? You cannot what? You cannot overthrow it. Lest happily ye be found even to fight against God. If it is of God, I don't care, amen, how much it offends you, you will, you, if you try to get in the way of God, amen, it will come to naught, amen. Somebody in this room, you might not like the apostolic message. You might be offended when you hear about the death, burial, and resurrection being preached. You might want to walk out the door right now, and you might be upset when somebody begins to preach Acts 2.38, but I'm here today to tell somebody that God is unstoppable. Even if it offends you, the truth is still marching on. Amen. He told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. So you might as well go ahead and just get on board with the winning team right now. You might as well go ahead and print your little t-shirt and get ready to wear it because if you try to fight against this thing, it's going to come to naught. Move out of the way and let God, you might get mad if somebody begins to preach about the Holy Ghost falling. It might upset you to see the saints get a little indignant as they begin to worship and praise God. And you might get a little offended when you see somebody running around the church and you might think that they're a little bit too emotional or, or maybe they don't have a reason. You don't know what somebody has been through and what storm that they have weathered with the help of the Lord. And when they begin to worship and praise the Lord and you feel the anointing in the house, you might as well move out of my way and move out of that row and choose somewhere else to sit because God will bless who he wants to bless and God to move when he wants to move and gotta touch who he wants to touch. You might not feel like somebody deserves to be shouting. Maybe you can't win into their past or something that they have done and maybe look, all the laundry's been laid out for all the world to know but if God would move on their soul, you might as well move out of the way and let God touch him. He's unstoppable. He's unrestricted. You can't shut this God down. You can't hand him a, a pink slip. You can't block the blessings of God. Thank God for blessing me today. Give God one more praise today. Has God ever blessed you when you didn't deserve it? Has God ever moved when you didn't think he would move? Has God ever blessed you when you didn't have all your ducks in a row? My God, somebody give God praise for grace. My God, and for mercy, hallelujah, and the troops marching on. Get out of the way, my God. How do I get run over? God is going to have a church, and God is going to have a people 
my God. And I've seen, hallelujah, God move and bless this place. I've seen this place bigger. I've seen it smaller. All those things. But one thing, God going to always have a people. You might get mad right now and decide never to come back. But God's still going to have a church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You might as well get on board. I'm inviting you today to get on the winning team. Amen. Come on, somebody. Help me praise the Lord today. My God, we know how this story ends. We know we're coming out on top. We know that we will be victorious. Amen. This ain't just like, you know, just some little book that we don't know how it ends. You know how we ends. Amen. We know that the saints is coming out on top. Amen. We know that we're going to be victorious in the end. I believe God today. Hallelujah. I believe I serve an unstoppable God today. Amen. You can't block him at all. Hallelujah. Can't shut him down at all. You can't stop him. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55 and 11. So shall my word that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It will accomplish. Amen. That which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. If the Lord sends out his word, you might as well move on out of the way. You'd be silly to try to fight against God's word or God's blessing or God's plan. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't force God out. They try to take prayer to school. But let me tell you today, you can't stop prayer from being in the school. Amen. Somebody, all they got to do is just have this little, just begin to think on the goodness. Ain't even got to open up your mouth, young person, as you're sitting in that high school classroom. Can I get some witnesses from a high school kid in this room? You still pray? How many still praying at school? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Amen. They told you, came. Now, you might not be publicly praying and all this thing and praying out loud, but you ought to be praying. Take the Lord with you everywhere. Take the Lord God with you. Everywhere you go, you're going to need him. Amen. You need to start praying. Anybody praying on your job? Don't you know sometimes you might be in your boss's office, amen, and you in trouble and you begin to pray. Amen. You ain't necessarily, they don't know you praying. Ain't nobody know what I'm talking about, but you, yet you still praying. Amen. They told Daniel not to pray. And what's the scripture say? That he prayed as aforetime. He kept on praying and prayed and they threw him down in the lion's den. Amen. But they still weren't, un weren't successful because God is unstoppable. You can't shut God down. They might throw you down into the lowest pit, but you can't shut God down. Hallelujah. I can imagine Darius. Uh, is it God that you serve able to deliver you from the lions? And here's a little moment of silence just for a minute. Here comes Daniel. Did him wrong. Mistreated him. Threw him down in the lions. And he hollers back, yes, the God that I serve sent an angel and he shut the lion's mouth. God is unstoppable. He's unrestricted. He is unlimited. My God, and you might as well get on this team on today. My God, you can't force God out. Somebody right now might be stuck up in a, in a, uh, in a prison cell somewhere. I'm telling you, right now might be in what they call solitary confinement. Can't get no phone calls, can't get out, can't be in the prison ministry. But God has a way. He knows how to break in through that place. Amen. The spirit of the Lord goes where he want to go. Amen. You can't tell him where to go, how to go. You can't stop him. And the Lord can begin to deal with somebody's heart. Deal with somebody's mind. In that room all by itself. And the Lord knows how to send a ministering angel. Amen. He knows how to begin to remind them of his goodness. And remind them of maybe something that they heard in church years ago. And he knows how to give them repentance. And knows how to deal with a heart and a mind. My God. They might tell you, should we have another shutdown or another pandemic? And you were in the hospital room. And they decide not to allow you to have any visitors. And there you sit in the hospital room all by yourself. But I'm here today to tell you you're not by yourself 
my God, God is with you. He's Emmanuel, God with us. Somebody praise him one more time with me today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Throw you down in the darkest prison. I'm reminded of what Joseph down in prison. He's in an unfavorable place. Don't want to be there. But yet the Lord was still with him. <laughs> he was with him every step of the way. He was with him when his daddy gave him that coat of many colors. Amen. And he was with him when they threw him down in the well. He was with him. Amen. When the woman lied on him and he threw him down in prison and every step of the way. God. Amen. Kept on blessing him. Amen. And I began to talk about this story. I remember on Tuesday night I talked about this story and it just came to my mind. And I don't know if I heard it somewhere else. So forgive me if I stole this from anybody else there but the Lord just brought it back to my remembrance don't you dare put a period where God's putting a comma y'all hear that Amen. Some of you all are going through right now and you just stuck maybe a period. Some of you all stuck an exclamation point and some of you all put a question mark there. But you ought to just take that thing off and put a comment that the story is not over. Somebody help me minister this word today and tell somebody in the room that the story is not over. You ain't helping me right now. The story is not over. The story's not over. God got a way of blessing you. You can't shut God down. Your trial or your storm or the test that you're in, it can't stop God. Hallelujah. Give me one more praise, those that believe the Lord. Hallelujah. Hosanna, Messiah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, you can't stop God. Amen. And that's why, listen, how about this right now? Let's just, can we just charge this atmosphere with a little worship and praise? Now, I know this might be, I, I just need somebody right now. Yeah, I need a little help right now. Come on, help me just to praise the Lord for a minute. Come on, let me get a few people to stand to their feet right now and just begin to worship God. And you don't even got to be loud, but just begin to think on God right now and think on your situation. And ask yourself, have I put a period here when I should have just put a comma? The story is not over. The story is not over. My God, the story is not over. Hallelujah. God has a blessing. God can make a way. He's unstoppable. He's unlimited. He's unrestricted. Come on, help me just worship the Lord until we can feel his presence. Lord, we invite you in the room right now. Higher, we invite you into our trial, into our storm, into our test, into our season of sickness or sorrow. We invite you in with our worship and our praise, God. We are still a hopeful people. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and have a seat. Thank you, Jesus, today. Oh, Namashiah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is a refuge and strength. He is a very present help in the time of trouble. Very present. Very present. He's there. Amen. Very present help in the time. Yea, though I walk, what's that Psalm said? 23. Through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why do I fear no evil? For what? For thou art with me. How many know God is with you? My God, I heard you, Brother Rodney. Amen. Traveling down breaks don't work, but God is with me. Amen. Carrying this big load. Somebody else in the room is carrying a load on today, but God is with you. And maybe you feel like your life is spinning out of control. And maybe you feel like you're about to hit the wall, but you just call on Jesus and you'll find out that he is a very present help in the time of trouble. He's with you in your sickness. He's with you in your storm. He's with you in your battle. He's with you in your test. He's with you in your disappointment. Give God praise. 
Sister Monique. His blood reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. My God, it's that blood that'll give you some strength. Anybody need strength today? Maya never loses his power. One more time, bless him today. My God, he's unrestricted. Visit somebody right now. Amen. Bust up out of here. Somebody sitting on the bar stool. Ha, yes, God. He'll visit somebody in, in, this, in this drunken encounter. Don't you tell me what God can't do. Visit some prostitute in some dingy hotel. Come on, Rahab. Come on, y'all know the word of the Lord. Don't you tell me that God can't turn somebody's life around. My God, you can't restrict God. They tried to block God out. You know, the, the Christianity started with the Jews, and they tried to make it some exclusive thing. This is just for those. But he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you're going to be witnesses in Jew Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. Yeah, them Samaritans that y'all don't like. It's Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth. God is unrestricted. God is unlimited, and God is unstoppable. Hallelujah to God today. I love him today for that. My God. Hallelujah. My God, you might as well go on and get on this team. My, this is the winning team. I don't understand that. Why are you, you going to pick a losing team to be on? That don't even make no sense. And at the end of it, all you get is just bad health. You get beat up, amen, all messed up. And that's all you get, amen. It's all you get at the end of the day. It's just a messed up life. Why don't you come on on this side? Get on the winning team. You'll have no regrets about this thing. You know, this world will use you up, mess your life up, and just chew you up and spit you out. My God, but I thank God that he loves us. Yeah, everybody goes through trouble, saints and sinners alike, but I would rather go through with God on my side. I would rather go through knowing that I got a great, big, awesome, unstoppable God on my side. Hallelujah. My Lord, you know, if you did decide to walk out of this place, where are you going to go? To whom shall you go? And what he answered back, you alone have the words, amen, that would bring eternal life. To the earth is the Lord's and the fool. You backslide, where are you going to go? Amen, where God is not here. If you make your bed in hell, behold, he is there. And all of us parents in the room, we know that we, you got rules, amen, in your house. Or you ought to, at least. Amen. And, you know, we have a little mercy and grace, especially on little bitty ones. Mine right now, I, mean, I can't just throw them out. <laughs> you know, amen. You got, you got mercy and grace. I'm going somewhere. Just give me a moment. I'm almost done. Y'all get out of y'all way. You go home, eat your roast beef, whatnot. whatnot. But, but listen, you got rules in your house. You ought to at least. And, you know, and if after so, much, so many years, you know, if you don't like the rules, ah, well, somebody said, I didn't say it. Somebody said, get out. Amen. Amen. And here's what I'm just want to bring home to you today. God got some rules. Amen. And God got some regulations. Amen. And you can't stop it. You might buck, try to buck back up against God that you don't like the rules, but God's unstoppable. God is unlimited. God is unrestricted. You might as well not try to buck up against God. Let's happily you be found to work against the Lord. Amen. I'm reminding you now you can lock other folk out. Reminded real quick of the story. I'm almost done, but going back in the Old Testament real quick. What about this story about uh, Amnon and Tamar? Amen. I can just see Sister Kimball right now teaching this story sometimes. And she's brought this point out probably more beautifully than what I will. But listen, Amnon gets all uh, filled with lust. I would say he fell in love, but really he fell in what? <laughs> he just fell in lust. Amen. And, he, and it was with his sister, a half-sister. Right? Well, let's give him a little credit. Half-sister. <laughs> That's <is> still nasty. <laughs> so <laughs> That's still trifling. Amen. So he fell in love with his half-sister. 
And I mean, just filled with lust and has a plot and a plan. And he starts listening. Watch who you listen to. Amen. Watch who you listen Starts listening to the wrong counsel. Gets his plan together. I'm going to lay sick on my bed. Lock myself inside this room. And you send for aim not, or, or send for tomorrow, rather. And let her tell her that she uh, needs to cook for me. Cook me up one of them good dishes that I like. And so here come little innocent tomorrow. Y'all watch whose house is you going over. Amen. Seriously, watch, you know, you get that little text, amen, that text ain't innocent, amen, what you doing? <laughs> you know, it's 2 a.m., what you think I'm doing at 2 a.m. in the morning? Should be, you should be asleep somewhere, too. Y'all start responding back to that mess and foolishness. Here you are, I'm just going to respond back to be nice, and next thing you know, you sitting up here laid up and getting, <laughs> getting your life wrecked, amen? I, I won't take nothing back. You're getting your life wrecked, about to mess up and have have a whole decades of, of consequences. Amen. You can choose your sin, but you don't get to choose your consequences. My God, you can choose that. Amen. Amen. So what, what I'm trying to say here, just, just let me minister just for a minute here, and I'm going I'm to sit down. I promise I am. I've <laughs> gone off the notes for a minute, but listen. So here come uh, Tamar in this place. And Amnon, he, he does what he does, tricks her in, and she begs him not to do it. And, here he, and after he gets what he wants, what does he do? He shuts the door, and he locks her out. Now, what I want to tell just time out for a minute. When you mistreat people, you might be able to lock them out of your life. You might, figure, you might throw them away like old sloppy seconds, but let me tell you this. You can't lock God out. You can't lock God out at all. You might be able to throw somebody, kick somebody in the curb after you abuse them, never talk to them again, but you can't lock God out. And you better watch out because Amnon, or I'm sorry, Tamar had a brother whose name was Absalom. And the scripture says Absalom stayed quiet for a whole year. You better watch when you mistreat people, when they get real quiet. It be them quiet ones that you need to quit messing with. And Amnon stayed quiet for about a whole year, the scripture says. Amen. And after that, there was an ambush that was set. And, and Amnon laying in his grave right now somewhere, my God, because of what he did. Watch out what you do, how you treat people. This God that we serve, he's unstoppable. You can't bolt the door on God. Amen. You might as well repent of your sins and get your life right and tell God that you want to line up with his word because you can't kick God off of the throne. You might as well kick Satan off of the throne of your heart and give God his rightful seat. Come on and sit on the throne of my heart, God, and govern me and lead me and guide me and help me to walk right and live up right before you. Come on and give God some more praise today. Anybody striving to be saved? I said, is anybody striving to be saved? My God, I can't say I made all the right choices, but I thank God. Hallelujah for every time I got a wake-up call from a preacher somewhere. Or every time that somebody sent a word to me that caused me to come to myself. My God, and to recognize that I'm bucking up against God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Reminder, uh, what is it, Paul? This came. Come on, Lord, help me out right now. Paul, what was he on his road to? Uh, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. It's a hard thing, my God, for you to try to kick up and buck back against God. Why are you fighting God when he loves you? My Lord. You ever seen somebody mistreat their parents? I mean, Lord, have mercy. I, you know, I thank God for because Let's hear from my mama. Thank God for mama. You know, and seriously, you don't, you, you don't realize what your parents do tell you. Have kids. 
I mean, it come, don't, it come in, it come in, it's like all of a sudden, suddenly I got, I got, I can see, I can see clearly now, <laughs> the, the storm is gone, whatever the song is, but suddenly, oh Lord, that woman did a whole lot for me, amen, and why in the world, after my mother's, I, my mama cleaned bathrooms for us to go to high school, I ain't trying to bust her out, she don't, she would never tell y'all that she don't even like being on spot, but we were in public school, school, going to school 28, and I mean, it was rough, middle school, rough middle school, and my mother wanted to put us in a private school, and so it, we, she had three boys, and it was hard to pay tuition going to a Calvary Christian school, you know, you know what my mother did? She cleaned them bathrooms in that school every single day so that we can go to this school. Thank God. And it was there at Calvary Christian School that I met some friends. And next thing I know, next thing I got saved, amen, because she pulled me out and snatched me out. And here's what I want to say. You know, we thank God for our godly parents, but how silly it would be for us to try to fight against God who loves you, who's invested in you, who's poured out his love on you. Why are you going to try to fight God? My Lord. And then mess your life up. Get on the winning team today and stay there. Somebody one more time bless Jesus today. Thank God he saved me. Thank God he snatched me out. Thank God that he loved me. Somebody just give God a wave. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Can the church say thank you, Jesus? Yeah, Lord, thank you for every investment that you made in me. My God. You can't shut God down at all. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm drawing to a close. I see the time and things. You know, I was thinking too, you know, think about that story. Um, Jesus, thank you, Sister Rashidi. She threw me a blessing, Lord. He's blessing me right now, right now. But, I, you know, they rolled that big old stone. It was Joseph of Arimathea. And, and he went, amen, I appreciate it, amen. And what did he do? He purchased, amen. Don't you tell me that God can't use a rich person. So many times, you know, you think God can lose, use a, a poor joker, rich people. God got all kinds of people. God got blue-collar workers, white-collar workers. He got janitors. He got all kinds of people. Amen. From the top smart people. Amen. Some of us who struggle a little bit, he got us too. Got all kinds of folk working for the Lord. And so here comes uh, Joseph of Arimathea, I believe it was, and he purchased this tomb for himself, but he gave it over to, to lay the Lord and beg for the body of Jesus. And word got back about this place that they have and what is uh, uh, the um, uh, pilot say, go ahead, go back over there. I believe it's in Matthew chapter number 27. Go over there and seal this tomb. Put that big stone on top of the, of, of, of the sepulcher. Put a Roman seal across it. Now, this is more than just caution tape. Amen. Now, I know, you know, you see the caution tape or don't come in here, you know, but this is deeper than that. You know, they put a glob of wax here with a Roman signet on it and tied a rope to it that would go on the other side. And they would know if you tampered with and if you tampered against it. Amen. That's like breaking the Roman law. And so they put that big stone and that seal and set a Roman guard. And the scripture says they made it as sure as they could. But I'm here in my closing today to tell somebody you can't stop God. I don't care how big the stone is. I don't care if you got all the government on your side backing you up. When God's ready to stand up and break out, you can't hold him back. You can't confide him. You can't restrict him. He's getting up and he's getting up with all power. Come on and bless the name of Jesus today. And I'm here to declare that that same Jesus who rose from the dead is coming back one day and every knee will bow. 
Every tongue will confess that Jesus is God to the glory of the God the Father. Amen. That Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Give him some praise today if you believe it. So while you got some time today, make up your mind to serve the Lord. And serve him with some gladness because he's unstoppable, unrestricted, and unlimited in power. Give him praise one more time. Thank you, Jesus, today. Oh, Shataya. Oh, I can feel your power right now, God. Thank you. I can feel your presence. Oh, Shamataye. Hotana Moshaya. Oh, Hayana Moshaya. Oh, God. Ishana Messiah. Somebody just look to Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hashaya. My God. Let's happily be found to work against it. Come on, I'm asking the ministers to come. Right now, these musicians, amen, to come right now. Hallelujah, same Jesus. Amen, he coming back again. Hallelujah. He's coming back again, amen. Where are the musicians at? Y'all on break somewhere? Come on back up here and help me. <laughs> amen. Thank you, Lord. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any other. Awesome in his healer, awesome in power. Amen. We're the little praise group, our team. Why don't y'all help me? Oh, our God is our God. Lord, you are higher than any other. Awesome in power, our God. Come on, let me hear you. Our God, one more time, our God. Our God is, our God, our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome in power, our God. Our God, come on, our God. Our God is, our God is stronger. Lord, Lord, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome, awesome in power. Our God, our God, our God, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher. Awesome in power, our God. Now, this is the part I like. Our God, come on, if our God is for us, and if our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God, I ain't forgot about the altar, and what could stand against? And if our God is then who, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand us? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand against? My God, come on everybody. 
from the top. Our God is stronger. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, Lord, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome. Awesome and power. Our God. Yeah, our God. And if our God, and if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand again? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, come on, stand with me and declare right now. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what could stand and if our God, then who? And if our God is with us, then what could stand again? Amen. Come on, bring the music down for me. I'm going to make this altar call. You can keep playing it, you know, but listen, um, I just really feel like somebody that made some little tent. You got this little confined, restricted place as a child of God. And you like getting in that little place and having your little pity party. And you feel safe in this little place. Hot time, old Shia. Come on, come on. And you just blocked in this little place. Oh, God, but I just feel that God wants to step into that little place that you've made with you today. And if God wants to stand up, I dare you to stand up with him. If God wants to break out and step out of that pity party, I dare you to break out with him and trust God even when you don't see it. My God, today, if I'm talking to you right now, come on down to this altar and get some prayer this morning today. Anybody in here you've been going through, you got your back against the wall, something's not going right in your life right now. If it's just one person we pray for. My God, I'm, it was last week. I felt that it was just a... a I don't want to call it a strange anointing, but it was just some anointing that came in this room during the altar. Who was there Sunday night? I mean, and just the Lord just moved in this room. My God. Hallelujah. Now, come on down to this altar. And if anybody in this room today needs to repent of your sins today, I feel like somebody who's backslidden needs to come down to this altar today. And you get back up on the winning team today. Come on down to this altar. But perhaps somebody's here under the sound of my voice that hasn't repented of your sins and you need baptism in the name of Jesus. This altar is open for you as well. We have water here to baptize you and all your sins will be washed away. And God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Anybody need the Holy Ghost on today? Anybody need the Holy Ghost on today? Hold on. Stop for a second. Playing for a minute. Everybody, everybody that has the Holy Ghost, raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Put your hands down. Amen. And nobody looking around right now. Anybody that needs the Holy Ghost, raise your hand. Needs the Holy Ghost and wants the Holy Ghost. If you want the Holy Ghost, come on down to the altar right now. Amen. I want to just, uh, just doing a little Holy Ghost check right now. If you want it, you can come down to this altar. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You coming for are you coming for your daughter? Are you are you coming for yourself? You coming for for her? Okay. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else need the Holy Ghost on today? Hallelujah. Come on, saints. Let's begin to pray. Amen. Go ahead, musicians. You can play. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hot time, Moshe. Just before we leave this place, 
Lord, we look to you, Lord God, for every need that might be in this room. Lord God, we know that you are an unstoppable, unrestricted, unlimited God. Lord, who has all the resources that are needed, Lord, to touch any person, to heal any person, to help any person in any predicament that they're in. Father, we ask you right now that you would even bless, fill anybody with the Holy Ghost that needs it, Lord God. Encourage somebody, Lord God, who's made that pity party for themselves. I pray, God, that you will stand up in this situation and be great. We love you today, and we ask your blessings on each person in this room on today. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you for your power that we can feel right now. Bless this church, God. Give us a bright and a thriving future. Move on each saint of God and every family. We love you, and we trust you with our needs on today. Somebody trust God with your needs. In Jesus' name, can the church say amen? And if our God is for us.